know the words or I'd sing. What's the name of the song? Raised down in Africa. What's the name of the song? It's Africa. By Toto. Lyricsfreak.com Lyricsfreak.com The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless longing for some solitary company. I'm William Shatnering this shit. (laughs) I know that I must do what's right. I wonder if James Spader will, will turn into the new Shatner. Drag me away from you. Away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Africa. Bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains. I bless the rains. Oh, bless the rains. Oh, it's gonna take the time. (laughs) I can sing. I can sing like a mofo. Alright, so, uh. I picked the tide dash button. I saw these too, so. Yeah. Amazon has exclusive for Prime members mm-hmm. where you can buy dash buttons, like dashboard buttons. Yeah. And these are things for common household items. So, like, on your washing machine, you could buy a Tide and a Cottonelle and fabric, whatever else, yeah. and you stick them on your washer. And they're a little Internet of Things craziness where, like, oh, I'm out of Tide. I need You, you no longer have to remember to put Tide on your shopping mm-hmm. list. You what do you do? Button? You press the Tide Dash button, and guess what? Through the magic of the interwebs, Amazon adds Tide to your shopping cart. Delivery by a drone or something. I don't know. You pay four ninety nine for this single-use button to add Tide to your shopping cart. I don't know. I think it, it automatically purchases it. I don't think it just adds it to your shopping cart. I think. Oh, what? Yeah, you press it, and then there it goes. All right. It'll be there in two days. Yeah. You just So... No, and and there 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 are because I read about it before. It won't let you do it like you, oh, you can't just okay. press 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 press. Okay, it it, 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 it's smart enough to know, you know, that a toddler's not pressing to, the button. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you can you can set like how often, you know, like you can say don't if you get one, then don't do another one for ten days or twenty days or something. But uh, they have them for like. All your kitchen and laundry needs. I saw a Gillette one, so yeah. when your razor's running low, you can press, you know. Smart. It's a smart thing. The only problem I have with it is, as far as I know, you can't tie them to CBR, to CraftYourRadio.com. Uh, <laughs> that's, so. a, that's a serious problem. Who the fuck bought these? <laughs> Not acceptable. <laughs> At least they did use... The the referral to buy it. To buy it, but then yeah. every jug of Tide they buy afterwards. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you, nah. maybe you can. Well, it's like the it. mobile app. The mobile app, you can't use referral link mm. either. 
So, no, I mean, you're buying dash buttons. You're you're in. You're 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 in their ecosystem. They don't want to pay referral fees anymore once you're in that deep. Okay, here's here's this is how it works. Dash button is simple to set up. Use the Amazon app on your smartphone so it doesn't use referrals. Uh, to easily connect to your home Wi-Fi network and select the product you want to reorder with the dash button. Once connected, a single press automatically places your order. Amazon sends a notification to your phone confirming your order. Unless you elect otherwise, dash button responds only to your first press until your order is delivered. Oh, okay. So that's what. So the dash buttons are probably a generic thing that you set up on your phone. And you can probably order different ones which have different stickers stuck on the front. Basically, yeah. So you can order a Tide version. But you could probably program your Tide version to deliver beer. If Amazon had beer. Uh, yeah, I mean, or it, I want to set up a sex toy dash button. <laughs> you go through them a lot. A lube, a lube, <laughs> Astro Glide dash button. Need more Trojans. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to see if they have it. <laughs> I don't think they have that yet. I mean, I, I think it's something that will that they will eventually get. But I mean, it is kind of silly right now that you get you know one button is five dollars, and you just you have like a whole bunch of buttons. Where really, wouldn't it be cool to have the button? Well, I don't know. It's it's almost like you know you you know what you could do. You put them on your you put them on your refrigerator, and then it's like a vending machine. You I just googled, <laughs> I googled for um, Astro Glide dash button, and uh, they're talking about it in Reddit slash R engineering. <laughs> I'm talking about how the dash buttons work. Guy, I think he I think this is a jokey comment, but it's talking about ordering a quart of Astro Glide. <laughs> yeah, because he wants to order. He wants to send yeah. it to to somebody, some Reddit user. So. There's a smart water dash button. Mm-hmm. That that to me is well that there's a water called smart water is the dumbest thing on earth. So well, I think this is a segue into uh yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me do mine before you do that. So, I think the da- I was going to pick a dash button until Greg did, but I'm going to pick the Steamfast SF407 fabric steamer because it looks like a droid. Looks like looks like one of those medical droids or something from oh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a closed steamer, fabric steamer, I guess, and uh, closed curtains, all that fun stuff. Has a little steam thing and a pole and a brush on top. But it reminded me of something Star Warsy. It's fifty three ninety nine. Gets four stars. Let me uh, find a question here. Okay, do we have any critical reviews of this thing? No, it doesn't seem to have any critical reviews. They're all good. Here's the thing about these buttons. Yes. Another thing about them. Are you pushing my buttons? You, you're you tied to the product. You can probably reprogram them, but you're ordering the vanity versions, right? You're not like you're ordering a generic dash button where you write in yeah. dry erase marker what it's ordering today. But you could probably put a sticker over your Tide if you wanted to start ordering Trojans. Well, right, because but, it sounds but, uh, like you have to configure it, like because the da- I'm guessing the dash button just has a UUID on it or a serial number, right. and then on your app, dash button 
ID blah 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 orders item specific you know orders tide orders trojan so orders astroglide and then you can probably reprogram them you know the reason they make so many with trademarks on the front is because most people are dumb and don't want to be bothered with configuring <laughs> well, stuff well what i mean though is like okay you there's a Tide button. Mm-hmm. You get the Tide one, you have a configured Tide. That means you're always buying Tide. That means you're never buying any other brand. Well, so, that's probably the reason why they're $4.99. Yeah. Tide is subsidizing yeah. this dash button. Because you're going to be buying Tide. Currently, Tide dash button supports Tide pods and Tide powder only. Oh, okay. So they do have it locked up. Because Tide is subsidizing the price. Probably, yeah. At 5 bucks. For an internet, a Wi-Fi device. So I have that Photon. It's a $20 device. I thought that price was amazing. That's This is four times cheaper. That's because Tide is subsidizing. Because they want you to keep buying Tide. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a video game console. Yeah. 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 Clever. It is. Um, man. So, so you know, in 40 years, if there's not a button to order something, people aren't going to know how to support craftbeerradio.com. <laughs> They're just going to be like, oh, no touch button for my... Well, if we're still doing the show 40 years from now, then, you know, I think we had we would have succeeded in a different way. Yes. So it's okay. <laughs> I need to figure out how to hack these so they all have the referral link. Well, that's what Red Engineering is for. I'm sure you could do yes. that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a cool idea. It, I, I think it's, like I said, I, I like the, it's... I like the idea of like sticking it on your refrigerator or sticking on something so you have like a vending machine and you do, 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 I want these. Well, the idea is to put it where you use it, right? right yeah. So, I mean, you're going to put the scrubbing bubbles in yeah. the shower and you're going to put the tide in the laundry room. And, and... you know, it, it's great for Prime members because you get free shipping. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get... Two day shipping and it's gonna you know it's gonna come in two days. So for for non it's only available to Prime members now. For non Prime members, it's a little different because then you're paying shipping costs or I don't know. Right. It depends. Why aren't you a Prime member? Why wouldn't you be? I, I, I'm a Prime member. Right, right. Tide. I order way too much stuff from Amazon to not be a Prime <laughs> member. Tie the dash button. It's devious. I don't think I think I call it more devious than cool. Can it be both? It it can be both. It can be both. I said more devious than cool. Yeah. They're trying to, you know, they're giving you this convenience, but it's they're also selling you a vendor lock-in. Yeah. You know, they're selling you this product lock-in. And Tide would be happy if if this, like, if the statistics show that this gives, like, a, a customer 90% of ordering Tide mm-hmm. um, exclusively for the next five years... Sure, Tide's going to pay Amazon something to yeah. subsidize these dash buttons. Yeah. And, you know, there's... And, and what else is... Oh, so it does do Tide powder. I would have found it interesting if it only did, like, the most expensive Tide products. Mm. That would have... But uh, Tide powder is probably the cheapest Tide product. It's also easiest to ship, is my guess, right? Easier to ship than, yeah. Yeah. than liquid, for so sure. There, there's, but there's, like, Bounty, so you get the... There's Cottonelle, there's Glad for your trash bags, Clorox wipes... Those are probably like baby wipes. These are probably all Unilever or something like that. Yeah, Gillette, right? Yeah. 
that you're probably right. Craft that that's Unilever. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is exactly what it is. It's all Unilever stuff. Gatorade? There's a Gatorade dash button. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you don't like variety of flavor. Olay. Oh, there's Hefty and Glad. Probably oh, both Unilever. Probably. That's interesting, having two of the biggest trash bag brands in, under the same conglomerate. Who is the biggest trash bag brand? It's probably Glad, I would think. Probably. I'm going to look it up. I just wanted to get your feel, your gut feel. Everyone, pick your f- biggest trash brand Trash bag brand company. <laughs> well, I pull up the interwebs here. It's one of those things that you never think about, right? Oh, trash bags just get trash bags, but someone has to make trash bags. And actually, Scott them. Smith made trash bags. Previous life before the brewery. Well, right before the brewery, he his made previous rant. life, previous career. You know that <laughs> the colloquialism of previous life. You don't have to be an a hole about that. Come on, um, I'm just being fun. Okay. He made ranch dressing immediately previous to that, but he was telling me about how he worked at a... Combine those two. A yeah. garbage bag full of ranch dressing? Mm-mm. Mm. But before he was telling me about like the actual plant that makes garbage bags, and it's like this multi-story, like, I can't remember, like, think like six-story high column, where like this thing, like... The, it's a continuous tube of trash bag which are blowing air into it as it cools as it comes down and then it gets sliced yeah, and rolled up. Yeah, I guess it's some up. sort of petroleum mixture, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, he, he said it was crazy. And then when there's a hiccup and you got to restart the system, it's like, big deal. Yeah. You can talk while I type on my computer. Uh, so, smart water. Well, let's talk about water. Water is not water, Greg. <laughs> so we had a couple conversations um, in the past couple of weeks with the water sommelier in L.A. I think we talked about this before because um, I, I do remember saying on the show, mm-hmm. like, a guy like this could only be in L.A. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I, I saw an article about it and, and he gave an interview. And in the interview... He said two things that to me were contradictory. Let me go down to see where, because I I tweeted about it and he responded to me. So we had a nice big talk. Um, He said at one point, a good water comes from nature, not from a factory. And then later he talked about his water that he's selling, his um, Mm -hmm. 90H2O. Right. And he said, we found a great spring, which we infused with the mineral mix. In a factory. In a factory. So uh, so I was like, okay. Um, so I said, so this guy, JMR Online, takes factory sp- fixed spring water, puts it in a bottle, fixed with a shiny carbon. <laughs> because <he's- laughs> they-, they sell a, um, a bottle of this for $100,000 that it has diamonds on it. Uh, and comes with, oh god! So it has, uh, it, it comes with four baccarat tasting glasses, and he will fly to wherever you are and do a water tasting with you for this hundred thousand dollar. 
bottle. Yeah. We should buy it. So, <laughs> Craft Beer Radio, the com slash Amazon. I, I don't think we make it enough out of Amazon to do that. So I said, so so JMR line takes factory fixed spring water, puts it in a bottle of fixed with shiny carbon conflict stones, and shills it for a hundred large. <laughs> 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 I was trying to be like as snarky as possible. <laughs> Change your Twitter handle to water asshole. <laughs> because to me it's like, yeah, I mean, for, I, I just think it's diamonds. Diamonds are artificially inflated. They're not rare at all. Mm-hmm. They are extraordinarily common, uh, but they're just warehouses full of it. And then they're just artificially controlled the price. And there's so much blood that goes into getting these. So many people mm-hmm. are killed because of these fucking That's diamond mines. Yeah, I heard a story, a podcast recently talking about uh, something with diamonds. I can't remember which one it was, but I mean, I knew some of the story. Yeah, learned a lot more of the story, and um, yeah, it's definitely fascinating. Like the how it's controlled and like history, because there was a certain point where like diamonds were like super cheap, like. I think like 1890s or something like yeah. that. Like, it like, was it was all a marketing campaign that st- with that movie with Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Like that yeah, literally yeah. started the diamond craze. And before that, engagement rings were like um, you know how this stone for your month of birth mm-hmm. or something. Right. That's what they were. I see. And they made this whole thing about how engagement rings have to be diamonds, and they tricked. I mean, yeah, they're shiny. Right. Lots of things are shiny. So did he reply or did he go silent after Oh, that? he replied. Uh, he said... I can't believe I didn't catch wind of this. Uh, my selection is a bit larger. It's all about taste. He has a, a picture of himself with all his different waters. Uh, 100K for a bottle sounds crazy, but people start talking. You know, true. It, it does get people talking. It gets people snarky. Uh, so I said, um, so my response to him was, does it bother you to charge a fortune to guide elaborate tastings without admitting it's all psychological suggestion? Because <laughs> I know what's going on here. This is not, you're not tasting, oh, this has a lime taste. This is, no, it's, you're suggesting it and then people are agreeing with you. I mean, yeah, there are different. Uh, I'm, 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 you can uh, you can taste differences in water. Yes. yes. Are you going to taste these subtle fruit notes and shit like that? No. <laughs> Not unless somebody tells you you're tasting, it and then people will agree with you. That's how the psychology works. I think there's a, a big irony we need to state here while you are. Oh no! I, it gets into that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and then I said to him, or more to the point, do you think you could do this, quote-unquote, accurately in a double-blind test? I want to see if he picks out which one has the lime and which one is, you know, has the coconut, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so he says, I teach water classes and everybody is amazed how different water can taste. I'd, uh, uh, and then he said, he sent, sent me a link, said, read the article by somebody who loves... Uh, craft beer it's going to be a pace magazine article um so i responded yes i'm well aware of the role the suggestion from a perceived authority figure can play in perception can you do it blind <laughs> so i'm like yeah i know if you're if you represent yourself as an authority 
and you'd say this does taste people will say uh-huh yeah it does taste like that mm-hmm. i'm asking can you do it blind that's what we do for our hobby yeah. is tell people what we're what the taste right. and he he says yes i had to do it blind several times and i said i'm legitimately curious to see the results of your blind tastings uh you should he said to me you should really come to my classes i did not tell them what they should taste they tell me what they taste yeah i don't buy that but whatever um he's other questions he asked me can you taste difference by a craft beer lager versus a mass-produced lager legitimate question so i said without a benchmark it can be very difficult to find the subtleties and very easy to be led astray blind tastings are fascinating i i was not i was not taking a bait no i'm I'm going to say, yeah, I know. Blind tastings are crazy. I know they're crazy. I've experienced them. But I also know that what you're doing has a lot of bullshit involved. Very. And we are. Here's the important thing we're doing this show for free, and people want to donate, great. He's selling a $100,000 bottle. There's a huge difference. A major difference. We could do the same. He's probably never sold a $100,000 bottle of water. Maybe one to like 50 cent or something like that. He's he's still selling a product. He's doing all this. Well, sure, but I mean, would himself. you have a problem with us selling a, a bottle of beer? KMF. We got a KMF Grand Crew. Uh-huh. You buy it for... Enough to fly us to you and do a tasting. Would you have a problem? I mean, is that I, wrong? I would I, I I would have a problem with saying that you're buying the bottle f- for this, but but if if you want to pay the money for us to come and fly out, then I wouldn't have a problem with that. But if if we were selling a craft beer radio beer or something like that, yeah, I would have a problem with that. So he said. So he responded to me with my. I said I completely agree with you. Even if even I. Even I have sometimes my problems to, <laughs> well, English is yeah, primary to detect all the right, but mostly it works. So I said, it made me fundamentally skeptical of guided tastings. They are just for show. Performance I would never charge for. That was my whole point. I don't charge for this shit. Uh, and he... What else is there? Um... Countries without access to clean water, water regulations, mineral impact on food and other beverages, and so on. And so I said, wait a second. You sell a $100,000 bottle, including a free tasting session. I'm sure the water discussion on those days is fascinating. <laughs> he's, he's talking, he's saying that he's, he's discussing with his people, you know, the access to clean water and water regulations and, and countries and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, you're selling a $100,000 bottle. Where the money could go towards <laughs> fixing a village's water supply, you're selling a hundred thousand dollar bottle and talking to them and giving them a water fucking tasting. No, <laughs> you're. Th- this is this is pure chicanery. This is, yeah. Th- th- this is the uh, more the more I learn. So I was initially fascinated yeah. by the water sommelier. I would love to, if our paths ever crossed, to have him as a guest host on the show. Sure. And talk us through water. And then, yes, I agree. I, I th- Well, I don't agree because Greg doesn't. Greg probably does not agree with this statement. But I think it would be interesting if Martin was 
as serious about if he's as passionate about water as he comes off. I would love to sit down with him and have him show me water. Just like I would love to sit down with a coffee person yes. to have me show me coffee. Yes. Or a whiskey person to have me show me whiskey. Yes. Or a anything, right? Um, a yogurt person to show me yogurt. Whatever. But the more I'm not you, paying for it. The more you learn about Martin is he is a hawking yeah. a product. He, he, he says the $100,000 idea was to have the people's attention. It worked out perfectly. Almost 2 million views already. I, I sort of get that, but it still strikes me as really um, very an underhanded move. It, it, it just, it, it's gross is what it is. It just, it feels icky. It's the kind of thing that you expect, um, you know, snake oil salesmen to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I would love to go to one of his, you know, guided tastings. Um, he told me that uh, the money for the tasting goes towards the food, not to him. If that's the case, all right. I could see, you know, paying like 50 bucks for an interesting meal with water. That, that yeah, okay. I, I get that. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, and yeah, I would like to sit in one of, on one of his sessions. I would love to, but... The idea of of selling <laughs> selling it and and promoting it like it's like there's this major difference between waters, right? It's when it is, and we know that it is because we've had experience with this. It is here's a here's an interesting question. Almost at least half psychological, if not more. When is water no longer water? So you start adding uh, salts to it. Yeah. You start adding calcium chloride. Right. Sodium chloride, whatever, right. to water. At one, at what point would you not consider it water anymore? Like, if you only add minerals, is it always water? If you add, you know, what do you have to add to it to make it not? Well, I mean, if you add enough minerals and you suddenly you have cement instead of water, well, so, but you know what I'm asking? Yeah, like, uh, you like, know, I, I get what you're saying. It's it's kind of it's it's like somewhat if you, similar if you to the create question, uh, water chemistry that would never exist in nature. Yeah, is it still water? Sure, but I, it's kind. It's not quite it's the a same solution, thing, though, right? It's yeah, it's not quite the same thing, but it's kind of similar to the question of is a tire one big molecule? It's kind of a question of how you define these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say water is still water when it's when it's mostly <laughs> mostly water. Mostly, this beer is mostly water, so I can't say when it's mostly water. Um, I would say that there's a. I I don't know how how I would define it now. As I think about the question, it's a harder question. I would say that there's a level to what you would say water with additives. Um. I, I mean, I guess but I don't comes, know if there's a. I guess it comes down to whether it is a mineral salt 
mm-hmm. or not, right? I think that's probably where I would draw the line. I mean, when you add fruit juice to water. Right. Well, but then it, it's still lemon water. Yeah, it's very... So lemon water is water, but lemonade is not. Right. No, well, I don't think lemon water is water. It's a water cocktail. Yeah, it's it, it's water and lemon. Um, but and what's the lemon? Mostly water. Yeah, but does that mean that 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 mineral water is water that, and but, rocks? Uh, no, I well, mean, I mean, but so you're adding an yeah. acid at that point, yeah. where right where you don't. We're adding a whole bunch of complex chemicals is what you're adding. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to, like you said, just mineral salts. Those are still somewhat complex, but not nearly the kind of stuff that... Uh, Pull up those, uh, that, the other, the YouTube water sommelier. Oh, <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I sent you that, uh, that link. I, I like, watched all four episodes. I, I only saw the first one, but it was really... There was a couple... Uh, did you see the IMs I sent you? Yeah. A couple quotes, select quotes from the other ones. Where is it? Uh... Here, I got it right. Uh... Oh, we also got to talk about your pumpkin spice hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it called? I forget. Uh, I'm looking back through my history here. I think you search for uh Damn it. We talked more this week than I thought we did. <laughs> oh here it is. I got it. Okay. I can play it. I think if this link works. Just what what's the title I'll, I'll play it? It is Oh, here comes three tabs. Great radio, I know. Yeah. Uh, it's loading. My my internet seems to be kind of sucky right now. The Mineral Water Review. Hello, uh, and welcome to Mineral Splash. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Mineral Splash. My name is Piero Pisswall, PhD, <laughs> co-founder of the European Artisan Drinking Water Foundation and author of from the tap a hydrogen holocaust <laughs> this week we will be tasting a wide range of offerings from the globe of mineral water as well as taking a few niggling questions from our audience those of you who are not members of the european artisan drinking water foundation may not ask questions at this seminar thank you please keep your mouths shut let the tasting begin first up on the list a family favorite volvic mm. It's feminine, it's bold, it's stretchy, it's got a wee touch of apple. Tastes like water. (laughs) Tastes like water. (laughs) Something I am incredibly excited about is the introduction of the Duchy range of mineral waters. Not many people will know this, but I was the host at the launch party for Duchy Spring Mineral Water, attended by none other than the Prince of Wales himself and David Cameron. It tastes like champagne. A touch of genius from the prince himself. So good, I think I'll have to pour myself another glass. Um, but not now, because I want to move on. 
Now, a water that may have passed you by on your travels is Sam Dasu. But this water is South Korean. Now, what I love about Sam Dasu is the smell. It stinks <laughs> of goat cheese. Let's crack her open and have a smell. Well, that's overwhelming. I've been told it tastes marvellous. My God. That's a mystical little cunt. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> totally something we should do on the show at some point. <laughs> that's a mystical little cunt. Uh, so episode three, I wrote down a couple quotes here. Um, so he, at the beginning of the Hydrogen Douche Holocaust, bag. he talked about he talked about the um, the book he wrote, right? So in episode three, his book was uh, author of Carcinogenius. There's something in the water, in the tap water, and that something is cancer. <laughs> yeah, you know, vilifying tap yeah, water, right? Yeah. And then uh, he reviewed Black. Remember that Black Water? Yeah. So, BLK, uh, really is the Damien Hurst of the mineral world. Counterintuitive, outrageous, and full of shit. <laughs> it is the water for the modern-day fashionista. And then uh, a little bit later he says, When I'm accused of not having any black friends. He goes on talking about the water. Yeah, that's a good one. That so they got the YouTube channel. The dude was called um, Damien Slash, and there's mineral water review. There's four episodes. He like does Fukushima water, and he gets all um, like he puts in a green buzzy lighting thing. Yeah, that that's mm-hmm. a little played out. It wasn't very that funny, and there was a couple other ones like that. But uh, like he was drinking some water from a puddle in South Sudan, and it gave him like explosive vomiting and. So, I mean, those were a little, uh, you know, a little unsubtle, where Mm -hmm. I think most of this skit is funny and subtle, and uh, it makes you, especially after uh, learning about uh, the water sommelier, Martin Reese. The only water sommelier in the world. What's he going to do when someone else is able to do his level of bullshit? I I, I don't know. I mean, it... I understand you have to sell yourself, but there's a there's a point where it becomes pornographic, and that's where I think he's at. He was uh, I saw I saw him do a picture. He was doing a tasting at uh, LACMA, the Los Angeles Museum of Modern Art, and um, they were doing Fiji water. So he he like oh had his trunk. He had like a case and half of Fiji uh-huh. in the back. It was like the most pathetic picture. <laughs> Oh, water. It's just water. And we have the conversation with him where he's just like, oh, it's water is not just water. And I was like, no, water is just water. Uh, there's other stuff in water, yes. But if you're just talking about water, it's just H2O. Pure and simple. He loved, He's good at the doublespeak, though. Yeah. And changing subjects, right? You were pinning him on the, the part, and he's like, then he's like, but, you know, I educated about how there's no water in africa yeah he has a huge array of fucking mineral of eight dollar waters in front of him and he's talking about oh how yeah there are places that don't get water isn't that sad yeah hydrate (laughs) 
That's the other thing. He oh, drives me insane. So you figure the water psalm would be drinking water for the uh, experience, the flavor, the appreciation. But another big part of his social media shill is hydrate. Mm-hmm. Fucking hydrate with tap water. Yeah. And drink the good water when you want something flavorful. Uh, yeah. I... He's full of contradictions. It's it's so full. And, and yeah, I, I would bet that you could we could do a, ta- a a blind tasting where we give him just six bottles of the same tap water, and he would find different things in every one of them. We would do the same thing in beer. Sure, but we wouldn't charge a hundred thousand dollars for it. We should. No, we shouldn't. If we can, we should. No, that that's that's where you and I totally disagree. That, that, that's... I'm not saying I would. I'm saying I should. There's a difference. <laughs> I don't think you should. I think that don't you don't you on moral principle say you shouldn't. Just because other people are getting away with it doesn't mean that you no. should too. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean, it all depends on exactly what we're talking about, right? If we're talking about something that is way over expenses and I'm making 3,000% profit, then no, that seems a little excessive. But if someone wants to pay us a large amount of money to do something where it covers the expenses and has a, you know, moderate profit... I'm not against that. If someone wants to do a show, say we have a crazy fan who's super rich and wants us to come out to California and do a show with them and wants to fly us there and wants to give us a couple thousand dollars on top of that. I I would reject the money. I would... I would do the... I would try to reject the money at the very least. I, I would say you don't have to do this. You know, you don't have to give us this money. You flying us out of here and all that, that's great. We're happy to do it. Uh, it's awesome that you flew us out and, you know, put us up in a hotel and then did this tasting. That That's great. I would not at that point feel comfortable accepting then a, a donation. It wouldn't be necessary, no. I mean... Would I not accept it? I'd accept it if he wants to give me. I mean... I'm not going to say... If he asks... If he says, how much for you to to come out and do this thing? I'm not going to say that that total value. But if he comes and says, I'll pay you $30,000. You know, well, no. Let's say $1,000 each for us. So say I'll pay you... Six thousand dollars to come out to California and do this thing. I'm not going to say no if that's the opening offer. It it's tough because I I would have a problem. I would have a legitimate moral problem with that. Donate the money then. That's what I, I, I if that were the case, I might just do that. Um. I, I know I doubt that would ever happen. Or we could use the six thousand dollars to go to Belgium, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, that's what yeah, I would do with the yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, right. There's there is that. We you know we could put it into a slush fund for the show and and that, I mean we yeah. could do Belgium. 
Yeah. It's it's really tough because I I would have a hard time after accepting that to then like take money on top of it. It, it, it would make me feel icky. Uh, but that, like I said, that's a personal thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd if if I'd absolutely reject it. I wouldn't charge. Like I said, I wouldn't charge the price. Yeah. If the price was offered, and and like I said, I would turn yeah. it around and I would make more beer content out of it. When we're sitting at Canteon doing a show yeah. with John Van Waugh, I'm not going to regret taking that money. Right. Yeah, you, you, you've got a point. If, if it's freely offered as opposed to requested. Right. Uh, then there's a difference. Yeah. I'm not going to put a stupid price tag yeah. on a service. No, right. I wouldn't do that. Just like I wouldn't. If some, you know, but the, you know, if, I mean, if, if 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 the universe suddenly changes the laws and and changes its laws and somehow we get super famous, I wouldn't charge a hundred dollars for an autograph. I would never. No. I would never be in a situation where I'd be like a David Duchovny. I, I couldn't do that. The. Um... I was just going to say you got me off track with the going back to the autograph thing for the pre-show. Um, I was thinking, oh shoot, um, it was about Martin, us, money, and oh, oh the putting the obscene price tag on something to get press. Mm-hmm. I mean, you remember the six 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 burger from. That burger place in New York with the gold leaf and the fog. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's not an untried practice. Yeah, it gets you attention. It gets you negative attention. I know they say, oh, you know, no such thing as bad press. I don't believe that. Well, that, that's part of the thing I was thinking yeah. about. Like, if we try something like that, I can't imagine that it would be worthwhile. If we publicize some douchebag thing. Yeah. I don't see how that could be helpful. It would draw attention to us, but it would draw the wrong kind of it. It would draw negative attention to us. And we don't have the... We don't have the wherewithal to be Trump about it and to turn negatives into positives by sheer force of of will. Obstinance. Yeah. Um... We, 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 I think, have a certain level of humility <laughs> that someone like Trump doesn't have. So it would be very hard for us. Uh, yeah. Sandasu, everybody. Sandasu. Oh, it's jumped on me. I wanted to get the... Uh, the, <laughs> the, the uh, whatever he just said. Yeah. I can't remember the little cunt thing. <laughs> Oh, so was there anything else that I tweeted? Any any great explains of tweets that need to happen? Um, I'm sad I missed the entire uh, Martin Reese yeah. uh, Twitter fight. I did respond to to Jamie. You said that there's there are pumpkin flavored pretzels now. Oh, <laughs> are you right. savage? <laughs> I loved your tweet. I showed yeah. that to Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. So your tweet was. 
uh, I never thought I'd think wistfully back on the days when everything had to taste like bacon. <laughs> Hashtag pumpkin badness. <laughs> that was a very good tweet. I appreciated that one. Thank you. <laughs> so you you asked, why isn't there pumpkin-flavored hot sauce without Googling it? Yeah. I was like, I thought of the most ridiculous thing, you know, uh, because I, I have seen the um, the Photoshop of pumpkin spice tampax. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I don't think I need to. Yeah, I mean, it's just... You know, it's just some, you know, mm-hmm. a joke that somebody made. You know, because everything is pumpkin spice nowadays, so they put right. why not put Tampax pumpkin spice? But and like, so other people, you know, directs pumpkin. Spice. That probably exists <laughs> because there's flavored condoms. I mean, that probably exists. Uh, but here, here's an example of all the pumpkin spice <laughs> people came up with: Doritos, Charmin. <laughs> so what we got skittles and vodka and Doritos gatorade pepto <laughs> crust uh schweppes yeah oh man so uh thou shalt not speaketh thy name pumpkin beer lest it show up at your doorstep i tweeted hey no samples of pumpkin beer no, yet i'm kind no, of surprised okay that's a parody okay two two hours Chipotle pumpkin spice burrito. two le- hours after i tweet that three pumpkin beers show up at my doorstep <laughs> it's like beetlejuice so this is apparently real country crock pumpkin spice yeah it gets everywhere this it... is just like martin reese <laughs> Well, no, this is worse. This is cash catch, cash grab. This is worse because this is everywhere. This is everything and everywhere. Everything, everything edible has some pumpkin spice version of it now, and uh, it's. We should go, Doctor Evil, and just destroy the world with pumpkin supply. <laughs> I'm conflicted because. I absolutely hate the trend, and yet people like it. People like it. I mean, there's a reason why the trend is there. Just like it was for bacon. I, is so. The question I have is same as the law number two or whatever three. Law number three is: Are these products good, or do these products just sound good? I have to imagine some of them are good. The pumpkin pie one, yeah, yeah. Pumpkin pie is good pie. Um, do I want pumpkin pie in my Skittles? No. No. I mean, but I can imagine a pumpkin spice Oreo is probably pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, anything that that is a dessert food, I mm-hmm. can imagine pumpkin spice going integrating well uh and if you like if you like um frappuccino type stuff i could see the coffee yeah i i, I do not i have have totally gone into just black coffee these days yeah i don't like right. any anything in but um huh i don't know 
I, I'm just wondering what the next thing is going to be, right? I mean, because when bacon was going crazy, right, who would have said, oh, pumpkin spice is going to be the next big thing? No one would have predicted Well, that. bacon wasn't seasonal, though. Bacon was bacon. Pumpkin spice will die out. You say that, but we see pumpkin spice stuff in August. I mean... Yeah, but... So, it, it creeps early, but it dies the day after Thanksgiving. No, pumpkin beer will be like half price the day after Thanksgiving. Right. And I don't know what they do with all the pumpkin Oreos. They probably send them off to third world countries, but <laughs> places that have never heard of pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Too much nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going blind. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh... Pumpkins. It, you yeah, know what it is. Go it's, around on December first and see how many pumpkin items you can find at the grocery store. I will try that. I, I. What a disrespect to the noble pumpkin. It's a flavorless gourd. Come on, it's not noble. You, well, butternut squash is a flavorless gourd too until you cook it. I would tend to think that butternut squash has more flavor than pumpkin. Eh. You don't see people using it as a vegetable. People don't use pumpkin as a vegetable. You can use butternut squash as a vegetable. Right. A cooked vegetable, but a vegetable. Pumpkin is always baked, pureed, worked into something. Spice the hell out of. You can eat butternut yeah. squash without being spiced the hell out of. Right, you just roast it. You can't right. you just roast pumpkin though. You can't. I mean, I made pumpkin pie, Alton Brown's uh-huh. way, where I salted and roasted the pumpkin. But before I ate it, I added spices and put it in a pie. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a good way to get rid of all the excess pumpkins that we that we breed, right? Because I mean, there. I would think I would them. think most of these products don't use any pumpkins at all. Most of the yeah, that's true. Most of them are pumpkin spice, not pumpkin. Uh, just like all the beers, most of them are pumpkin spice, not pumpkin. If they are pumpkin, you know, they're there's a a very got an email from Dogfish Head just yesterday or the day before that. Uh, Pumpkin ale is out. I couldn't fit a witty tweet, 140 characters, so I didn't do it. But I was going to be like, the gist was going to be, "Thank you for holding off so long." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it did. It just didn't like, especially if Dogfish saw it. It, it sounded. <laughs> it didn't sound like it carried the right, um, the right tone. You can so. say thank you, Dogfish Head, for being the one company not to blow your pumpkin chode all over. <laughs> <laughs> All over August. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll send that one. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. I think that's it. I, you have anything else to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I downloaded Rick and Morty, but I haven't watched them yet. Uh, caught up on at midnight. I was like probably like 10 days behind caught up on those there's some really good ones in the last week or so 
caught myself laughing quite a bit. Who's the one that... Um... Yeah, this week was there were only three episodes, but it was it was a funny week, uh, and it was, it was when where Kyle stayed around at the end. Remember, um, it was Kyle Dunnigan, I think, who was on the panel, and I think that was one with Paul Tompkins and Oh yeah, yeah, and he, Kyle lost, but he said, oh, "I'm sticking around." <laughs> so it was just hanging out. Yeah, the Paul yeah. Tompkins one that was a good one. I I think that the, the one with the guys from uh, with uh, Paul Shear yeah, and the, the guys in the league, yeah, guys in the league that was pretty funny. They had some good riffing on. Um, oh, I forget what the what the game was. Oh, um, like bad porno magazines. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that show is great when everyone is just having a good time. It, mm-hmm. It's you know, it, it's a show where. Harry Ariolas. Yeah. Oh, you mean Ariolas? <laughs> Where it, the looser that show is, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The more they're playing, the more fun it is. If, if it if it sticks to its structure too much, then it it loses something in that. The uh, the one with Ron Funches it was on recently. You know what they're doing next week. Yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you think like, oh, he just he just gets lucky with the last game, but no, that dude is funny. Yeah, yeah. Although here's the thing, like I know how the show works, and I know that you know there's a writing staff on that show. Mm-hmm. They write jokes for these people. Now the comedians can sub in their own jokes, and they're told sort of what they're going to see beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the, the last one they have to do on their own or something, mm-hmm. um, unless they're not comedians, and that happens sometimes with just actors. But um, or what, no, no, sorry, they each get a writer to okay. to work with them as they're writing their material. I see, and that changes. But still, I mean, Funch is. I mean, I've seen him in other stuff too. He's very funny, and he's got. He has. He has cultivated his character so well, so he has such a great delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, man. I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Funches is, is, is awesome. He's, he's really, really funny. Yeah. That Midnight's a fun show. Watch that. Watch that shit. It's on at uh, 11 now for the for the next two weeks. Yep all i got me too me too all right thanks everybody we'll talk to you uh next week and then the week after that we are going to be in the great american beer fest we'll probably throw down our uh our um bank show here's one more quote on the way out from the water the, the fake water water sommelier he tasted Eng, uh england's football fans tears a little bottle of that it's hops, it's barley, it's randomly attacking a homosexual couple on the night bus. <laughs> Do you want to end on that note? That's so horrible. It just, it's, I'm not attacking homosexual No, people. I know, I know. Stereotyping but it's just, it, it, it's, just, it's just leaving a bad taste in people's mouth. They want to end it. So okay. we got to end on something like right. un- cheerful. Yeah. Happy, inclusive. Yeah. I never Hopefully. forget. Uh, <laughs> doing the 9-11 thing now? <laughs> <laughs> oh god let's just double down right? leaving no room on the table now <laughs> oh man 
<laughs> See, that made the homo thing not so bad. It, it did. See, I knew what I was doing. Um, it, it does remind me of from uh, Team America. I, I used the joke from Team America today because um, <laughs> uh, Jonathan, who's the guy with the story, who was there. At, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, but he was saying. How's he doing? Um, he was. <laughs> I guess he's not taking your advice. No, he he's, he says he is, but I don't know if it's sinking in. Um, or let me. I don't know if he has the commitment to follow through. He he loves the advice I'm giving him, but I don't know whether he's. I, I don't know. He's he's just beginning his journey. He, he may. But it's it's just gonna suck, you know. For the first couple stories he writes, it's gonna be terrible. No one is. He's not Mozart, right? Most people aren't. You you suck at shit, then you get better at it. Right. He's gonna have to do that. Um. So yeah. Uh. Anyway, he said like that somebody uh somebody's girlfriend was like a hundred nine elevens. That's how bad she was. And I said, she, "You mean she's ninety one thousand one hundred? What's wrong with that, man? Which is a Team America joke, but uh, yeah, it, it worked at the time. <laughs> nice. All right, we can end on a, on a good nine eleven joke. I think that'll that definitely lifts the <laughs> lifts the show up. Thanks, everybody. A good nine eleven joke. <laughs> yes. Oh, never forget.